Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. Hell froze over, so here comes the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. The great white whale of Medicare podcasts. And now crapped out once again, Medicare expert Doug Jones. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It is Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast back in Arizona. I'm so excited. I'm uh, glad to be not living out of a suitcase anymore, and I'm glad to have Randy right down the street, uh, down the hill, as it were. And it is so wonderful to be back in a studio where the actual sound is as it was designed to be for a podcast recording. Um, uh, thank you for being patient with the traveling version of this podcast. I know that the sound quality could have been better, but the I'm hoping the content was satisfactory, lived up to your standards. We are here to help people feel good about that upcoming transition to Medicare. That's the bulk of our listenership anyway, people who are at some point planning to cross over that threshold between Obamacare and Medicare. And those people could be very well served. In fact, many of them have been very well served. Thousands and thousands and thousands have been well served by the book Medicare for the Lazy Man. And the current edition is the 2023 edition. So if one were to go to barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com and look up Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023, one would find the book ready uh, for the plucking, ripe for the plucking. So if uh, I were you and I were going to go buy that reference work for Medicare uh, engagement, I would go to Amazon.com. Then I would have my choice of uh, the Audible version that I could listen to or the uh, Kindle version that I could immediately download to my reading device, the paperback version, which is by far the most popular of all the choices. Or if I had an upcoming celebration, a loved one's uh, birthday, uh, maybe turning age 30 or thereabouts uh, for a joke present, or for a real present for a person in their 60s looking for Medicare advice, uh, one could get the $22 magnificently uh, put together gift version of the Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. So those are the options, and uh, I uh, hope that you will join the the uh, group of very satisfied readers and uh, listeners to this podcast. One of the listeners to this podcast is a person who appears to be sitting in front of the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge 
And uh, although, is that really the goal? It could be the Bay Bridge. I'm not an expert, but it looks like it's the Golden Gate Bridge. And that reminds me that on one of our old people driving old Corvette tours across the country, uh, we unloaded the women folk, uh, the passengers, and they walked across the bridge so that when the cars, the guys driving the old Corvettes cross the bridge in a big line uh, on a Sunday morning, when there wasn't much other traffic, the ladies stood there and took photographs of us as we drove by. But then they were stuck. They had to walk all the way, rest of the way across the bay in order for us to pick them up on the other end of the bridge. Those were fun times. Uh, thanks, COVID, for screwing that up for us. Uh, Randy Carson was where I went, started to go with this introduction. Hello, Randy. It's so great to be back in your neck of the woods again. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm really happy you're back in Arizona because, you know, we tried the best we could, but being remote in Illinois, you know, the, the telephone lines just aren't very good in Illinois. There's too many pigeons hanging onto the wires too tightly in Illinois. I've always wondered how hard a bird has to grip in order to avoid actually falling over. Uh, you know, I mean, it's one thing is balance, but I assume that they grip a little bit with those claws. And you have told me many times that back in Nebraska, if there were problems with your uh, your um, informational lines, that it was often yes. a result of yes. flocks of birds gripping too hard. Yeah, they were grip. Well, between Omaha, uh, yeah, my data center was in Omaha. And most of, and a lot of the support that we had was out in western Nebraska, about 300 miles away. So we always used to say, you know, if the data communications was not going well, uh -huh. we, we, we always used to say, well, the pigeons are gripping the lines too hard. But in the case of Nebraska, I think that was actually true. Well, sure. I mean, that's a very long string of wire you guys had out there in the middle of nowhere. And uh, that's certainly a, a reasonable explanation as far as I can tell. So I'm going with that because you are the expert. Um, I wish I had known <laughs> the uh, technical and, and physical problems I was going to have when I got back here. Uh, first of all, I have been using a timer so that I don't completely screw up our schedules. We've always uh, tried to maintain a roughly 20 to 30 minute length so that we don't bore the listeners to death. And uh, uh, it's been, uh, it's okay. It has been okay. But now when I come back, I find that the numbers on my timer have turned invisible. So I'm not going to be able to figure out what the, the uh, closing time for this episode is going to be without some prestidigitation. Maybe I'll put my watch on the, on the keyboard and see if I, that helps. Also, I completely forgot that when I left, I had sprung a huge leak in my garage. There's a plastic part that connects the water softener to the water coming in and the water going out. And it's got two little valves in it, but it's one piece basically. And it's called a bypass valve. And uh, it allows you to bypass the water softener. Well, uh, it turns out... <laughs> That if your installer accidentally does not make sure that the pipes are perfectly aligned with the water softener uh, in inlet and outlet, that the plastic part, that bypass valve, which is a very substantial piece of plastic, uh, that thing will break on you. And so it broke. Uh -oh. So I had my neighbors over helping me stretch rubbery stuff around because it was squirting water all over the place. And I didn't want to turn the water off. I knew we were leaving town. And I finally figured out which part I needed to order on Amazon. And, of course, 
um, that was the day they decided to slow down. So we left town with that, uh, with the water turned off to the house and that uh, particular problem not yet repaired. And I completely forgot about it. We were gone for what, three weeks or so and came back and I thought, okay, turn the water on. Oh boy, water all over, squirting out all over the garage again. So it turned out that the part had been delivered to the post office where the spousal unit had told them to hold the mail. So oh. I, I spent some time dumping out buckets of water until the part was retrieved from the post office yesterday morning. And I, I then repaired it. But then I thought, what if it happens again sooner? Because that was that took a few years for it to break. So I have now ordered another one, 60 bucks, just to have one on hand, just in case. So you, you have a spare do-whippy. I have a spare do-whippy on the way. And then Mary okay. said, I object to that. She, my lovely bride said, I don't think that's a good idea because you're never going to find it. If this one breaks, you're not going to remember that you have one. Uh, you know, and she's uh, Miss uh, uh, Positive. She's always uh, looking on the bright side of things. You'll, you'll never remember that you have it. And so it's a waste of money to order one now. And I said, well, what if I just uh, take a piece of wire and connect it to the existing one so just that it wire breaks? it right where it's going to be if you need it? Exactly right. And she said, all right, well, I can't find a, a problem with that. That's probably a good solution. So that's where we stand with the plumbing problem. It is fixed. Hope it stays fixed. But just in case I'm going to, as, as a guy who wears belt and suspenders, I'm going to have another $60 part sitting there waiting for the next opportunity to use it. So that was one disappointment. My timer not working is a disappointment. Uh, oh, I when when the part arrived yesterday and I got ready to put it on, I pulled out the instruction sheet, which was uh, uh, very simple. It said, uh, take remove the old part, put the new part on. <laughs> the most important factual information on the instruction sheet is in huge letters. California Proposition 65 Warning. And it's got a big uh, triangle with an exclamation point in it. Warning, this product contains chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer or birth defects or other reproductive harm. So I had to tell Mary, I ran in right away and I said, look, uh, it, should we it really be installing this in our house? I mean, geez, uh, we're in our 70s and uh, reproductive harm. God knows what could happen. And she said, well, I don't plan to lick it. Do you? <laughs> I said, no, I guess not. So, But I think it's important that we have a lot of lawyers in California who are well oh, compensated. I thought you were going to tell me for that one of the guidelines from California was, do not wire this anywhere close to where it's going to be used next time. As it turns out, it's just made out of plastic. There's no electrical stuff uh, that to worry about. But, I, you know, if I see teenage girls out there licking it in the garage, I'm going to That's have right. to uh, to put up a fence around the house or something because this you're is... Have to, you know, girls, you're going to have to move on because that is a carcinogenic duality. And, and reproductive uh, harm causer. So, <laughs> oh, boy. So we launch into our curated... Um, Content as our Medicare uh, for the Lazy Man podcast returns to headquarters in Arizona. And the first thing I found upon arriving was a, an email from uh, one of our new or hope to be new clientele or clients. Um, this is from a guy named Dave. He's in California and he starts out saying, well, you know something, actually, I guess I could begin at the beginning, which is never a bad thing. On July 4th, 
Um, uh, you may remember on a prior episode that he asked me, he listed about six or eight companies and said, which of these companies would be uh, the most uh, volatile in terms of rate performance in the future? In other words, which ones will have the worst, uh, will the rates go up highest on and which ones will have relatively stable rate increases into the future. And then he had, with that same list of six or eight companies, he also asked which of them, if I could rank them in order of the easiest uh, to deal with from a customer service perspective. And so I arrive in Arizona, anxiously tearing into the correspondence that's waiting for me, and I find one from Dave, and he said, hi, Mr. Jones. (laughs) Now, most people call me Douglas unless they've listened to the uh, podcast, but uh, those who have listened to the podcast are not so formal normally. So anyway, he went on to say, it was so fun hearing you read and answer my questions during your recent podcast. Thank you for that. My situation is that I haven't had medical insurance and I haven't had a yearly checkup or blood test, et cetera, for as long as I can remember. I paid a yearly penalty rather than sign up for Obamacare. Just that word chaps my hide. Well, Dave and I are kindred spirits, and I believe Randy would be right along there with us. Uh, We all feel kind of the same way. Uh, He goes into uh, some political um, diatribe here that I agree with 100%, but, you know, my object here is not to have a political podcast, more an informational podcast. So I'm going to skip over that, but Dave, be aware that uh, I'm in your corner 100%. But then he goes on to say, he thinks it might be a good idea. Oops, I've got uh, Randy asking questions. Randy. Were you speaking of Obamacare or Obama don't care? Which one was it? Well, as it works out in reality, it's going to be Obama don't care. But I read the word as Obamacare. So, <laughs> you, you know, know I, a, had to, I had to slip that one in there. Well, you I'm, know that. I'm, gl- I'm glad you did. It's, uh, it deserves to be slipped in. And uh, that reminds me of a comedian who's on. Uh, I listen to Adam Carolla's podcast, and he's on there frequently. And he has a black woman, female uh, woman character called Mama Don't Care. Mama Don't Care is one of these uh, middle 60s uh, uh, hefty uh, church going ladies who has uh, an opinion on everything. And so Mama Don't Care uh, sounds very much like Obama Don't Care, doesn't it? So anyway, um, I was uh, talking about Dave, our our uh, hopeful client in the future. He says, I've got a, a theory. Here's what I have planned out for myself. I want to get a plan G through a company in California where he lives for $127 a month, uh, plus the drug plan that I would sell him, uh, which is <clears throat> the Aetna Silver Script Smart Saver. Uh, and that is actually Aetna sold it to CVS. So it's Aetna CVS Silver Script Smart Saver. That is the drug plan that is about the cheapest everywhere in the country for people who don't take any drugs. And I guess he doesn't take any drugs. So, um, He says, if after my medical checkups, I'm found to be in relatively good health, then in a year or two with California's Medicare birthday rule in mind, would you likely be able to then switch me to the superior high-performance United American high-deductible plan G without cumbersome underwriting requirements? What do you think about this plan of action? And uh, my answer is that is a very Uh, cogent, a very well thought out plan of action. Uh, The only thing that I see is uh, you're going to be giving up one or two years 
of premium savings because I'm sure that on his quote sheet that I sent him, the United Healthcare, the United uh, American uh, High Deductible or High Value Plan G was uh, probably in the neighborhood of thirty-five or so dollars, forty dollars, much less costly than the full-blown Plan G from the competing company in California that he's thinking about buying. So, what you're going to be doing is giving up two years worth of savings. Now, what you're thinking about is that you have broader protection if your your physical examinations discover some sort of a problem, I suppose. And that's that may be valid because you have a limited extra um, cost potential if you go with the high deductible or high value uh, plan. But uh, you uh, once again, you're giving up one or two years of premium savings. So there's, um, you know, probably $150 right there. And the tests that you're probably going to be taking under Medicare are typically going to be paid at 100%. If these are things that you are normally not um normally uh, not having done, but uh, should be done. And the reason I say this is if you were to go to medicare.gov and on the search window, type in test, it will lead you to a link. It'll show a link you click on, and it'll lead you to a very lengthy list of test items, uh, subjects of, uh, I'm walking, watching one of our neighbors walk by, with a dog, uh, hmm, that's her boyfriend's dog. I'm surprised the dog is being so cooperative. Anyway, uh, you're going to find a very lengthy list of things that Medicare will generally pay for at 100%, not everyone. So click on each item in this list and read the fine print. But there are a lot of tests, like colonoscopies and things like that, that uh, especially if you haven't had them for a while, that Medicare pays 100% for. So you probably wouldn't be spending any of your own money in the 20% coinsurance with the high value, high deductible plan G if you were to take that from the get-go. And you would probably have uh, 100% coverage for many of the tests, but uh, it's up to you to pick out the ones from that list that you want to um, have performed and to uh, get that work done. Since you're talking about a Medicare supplement, any doctor that you want that accepts Medicare patients will be happy to accept you probably. And you will then um, have been in the catbird seat from day one, rather than having to use the California birthday rule to switch without medical underwriting to an equal or lower uh, benefit plan uh, on, you know, around your birthday as the new law gives you the right to do. But that's my two cents worth, and I'm happy to have you in the audience, no matter which way you go. So he says, also, I'm planning to visit some of my relatives in Canada this year. Would plans A, B, G, or high deductible plan G cover me for emergency care while in Canada? All right, well, you don't tell me where your relatives are in Canada, but I'm going to say that parts A and B of Medicare do not function in foreign countries, but they do function in little slivers of Canada that are close to an American hospital. So in other words, if you're in Canada right across the border and the closest hospital is going to be an American hospital, uh, in other words, if you uh, if you have a, a massive injury and the ambulance wonders where to take you, the closest hospital is going to be back across the border in the U.S., then your Medicare will work properly 
even though you happen to be in Canada when the uh, the tragedy struck you. Uh, the same goes for your deductible plan G or high deductible G. Uh, on the other hand, the, the uh, Medicare supplement plans that I sell, plan G and high deductible G also have a limited benefit for emergency treatment needed outside of the U.S. So after a $250 deductible, they will pay 80% of any medical treatment that you need on an emergency basis during the first 60 days that you are in a foreign country, and they will uh, then pay 80% up to a lifetime maximum of $50,000. So that offers some question uh, for you if you happen to be uh, in Canada with your Medicare supplement uh, in force. So he says, since I'm soon to become your and then he says, my self-proclaimed number one Medicare supplement insurance client, and you will be right there on top of the list, Dave, I'll tell you that. He says, may I address you as Doug? Well, Dave, I wish you would. So it's uh, good to hear from you. I guess I'm going to have to put this in writing because I can't be 100% sure that he's actually going to listen to this episode. So Dave, I uh, expect to get something in the email from me. Oh, boy. How much time do we have, Randy? I'm not sure I can you know, function without my timer that I'm used to looking at. Well, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news for you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Tell me. I forgot, tell me I forgot to turn on my timer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just pretend that we haven't uh, had any uh, content pass by us yet. And I'll keep plowing uh, through until you get sick of me. When you get sick of me, just wave your well, hand and I'll... I do know, I do know, now this is not going to be totally accurate because, as you know, we do a little bit of setup work before we start recording, but the we have I have had the meeting going for 31 minutes and 28 seconds, so you can All subtract right. the, the uh, setup time before that and you'll be pretty accurate. Well, okay, I, I did do some, some uh, small talk about my uh, water softener leak and some other things that may not be pertinent to our the curated content that the content curator has curated for all of us. So I think if I subtract a few minutes, maybe I've got time for one more, one more comment here. Um, I've just driven back and forth across the country, and I have loved – uh, long car trips in the United States, uh, sometimes just going places, other times going with a bunch of old Corvette driving uh, gearheads uh, on sightseeing tours that have lasted for weeks at a time. And then I am also um, on the AMAC, the uh, um, uh, what's the name? AMAC is a conservative organization that um, it's the uh, conservative alternative to um, the uh, the one that we all talk about all the time that I'm not even going to say the name of right now, but it's a huge insurance marketing firm. It purports to be for retired. Oh, I said one of the words in the name. Anyway, this uh, is an interesting article. I'm looking forward to reading it. I haven't read it yet. I printed it, but it's entitled The Healing Power of the American Road Trip. And I found it in the AMAC um the uh, Association of Mature American Citizens uh, website, and it was in their newsletter. Now, if you're not a conservative as I am, you may just want to skip this uh, article completely because it starts out with a reference to uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, who I hold in high esteem. But I'm looking forward to reading this article about the healing power of the American road trip because it's one thing I've always loved, driving across the United States and 
I'm uh, having just returned from such a trip. Uh, I'm hoping to find that my instincts are correct, that I'm probably uh, on the way to healing completely after having enjoyed my road trip for three weeks. And I'm sure Andy's going to, Andy, what's your name? Randy. <laughs> You're oh, going to probably. I think, I think to, I'll answer to anything today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that because I'll say damn near anything today. Uh, the other thing I haven't mentioned to the, to the listening audience is that I might have encountered a, a germy person who shared their their uh, pneumonia with me. I'm thinking that's, well, actually, that's what Dr. Uh, uh, Google has told uh, my lovely bride that I have pneumonia. So she's insisting that I go to an urgent care and get some antibiotics. So I'm uh, able to survive until the next recording episode. So that's, uh, I think, all I have for this time in our podcast, but I'm hoping that uh, the content was helpful and entertaining, if nothing else. Randy, take it away, will you? Take it on home. Well, you know, there's a couple things I always used to like to talk about, still do, you know, when, before we let you all go. Uh, Doug, as you might imagine, is a licensed agent nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning and a variety of other things. The other thing is that he also is definitely wanting to hear from you. And you can reach him at DBJ at Medic DBJ at uh, MLM mailbag.com. <laughs> or you can check us out at Medicare for the lazy man.com on our website. We talked about the books. We, talked about the other media that you can get them on but before i let you go if you could find a place to give us a couple points a couple brownie points a couple votes three four five six oh, i think they ended five on the podcast and or the book we would certainly appreciate it because we're always in the ratings war for a variety of other things and i was good i normally say in case you haven't kept track of the time on your watch we haven't either so bottom line, uh, we're just going to call it quits for that right now. We're going to bring the plane into the airport and bring the bus into the station. You have just spent somewhere around 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma, now home in Cave Creek, Arizona, up in the high mountains behind the city. And I'm going to clock him in. Oh, I don't know. Let's well. So he doesn't get a nosebleed. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him down below ten thousand feet. Let's go nine thousand eight hundred feet. Oh, thanks, Randy, for the gentle landing. I appreciate it, and I'm so happy to be back here in Arizona with our uh, our podcast audience. So uh, wait until next time, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back at you. Thanks for joining us. 